Set of snippets is sponsored by Rene Jack Nussbaum, Ilanishmas, Adol Bas, Yehuda Tzvi. We're up to the last three psukim of the fourth Hallelujah following Ashrei. And these three psukim really build on one theme. The three psukim really go together. And frankly, they're very difficult to understand. They invoke a quality, an attribute that generally we criticize. We generally try to purge from our repertoire. Pasuk says, La'asos nekama bagoyim. To impose retribution, nekama, to exact revenge against the nations. Tochechos, punishment. Balumim, against the umim, against the peoples who have sought to undermine us, who've sought to harm us. They're kings when we capture them, to bind them in shackles, to imprison them. They're nobles, those they look up to, those that are distinguished and esteemed high profile in chains of iron. And why are we doing all this? Because by exacting revenge against their leaders, we are somehow fulfilling that which is written. We're fulfilling our obligation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us. This Mishpat Kasuv, it appears it was written that we have to exact, we have to take Mishpat, a decree against them, and the decree is the nekama that we take. And when we do that, when we become a vengeful person, when we exact retribution, when we imprison and shackle and handcuff their leaders, then hadaru l'chol chasidav. That is a glory of all who are faithful to Hashem. If you're faithful to Him, you'll step up and do those things. So when is this talking about? What is it talking about? Since when do we praise or see nekama, revenge as a virtue? Isn't it one of the tariyag mitzvos? It's one of the losase, it's a prohibition, losikom, lositor, and all of a sudden we're describing it as if it's a virtue. Laasos nekama bagoyim. What is going on? So when is this, the Mepharshim explain as this entire capital, this whole halaluka has been describing the era of redemption, the eschatological era, a time when Mashiach will come, when finally we'll be victorious and triumphant over our enemies and adversaries, we'll live with a true and a lasting peace and serenity. In that time, Lesor Machayim, say the Mepharshim, when they come to war on Yerushalayim, Melchemes Gogu Magog, the clash of these titans, when the Mitzudas David explains when the Christians and Muslims will be fighting over the holy city, and the only thing they'll have in common is wanting to purge it of the Jews. And Melchemes Gogu Magog, we will not only survive, will thrive and triumph, then those who are leading a movement of anti-Semitism, a movement of hatred and genocide against the Jews, we won't hesitate to capture them, we won't hesitate to imprison them in these chains of iron, and uh, we won't hesitate to exact Hashem's revenge against them. So this is not describing a time, nobody should read this capital, every shacharis, and go out to the street and try to take revenge against anyone, and consider themselves, I'm a chassid, I want to consider myself one of Hashem's chasidav, so therefore I'm acting on his behalf, and it's going to be a holy war, and I'm going to take revenge. Before Hashem clarify, we're not talking about now. We're talking li'asid lavo. We're talking about in the future, in the redemptive era. Where does it say it? Where does it say it? So here is a machlokas. The Svarno says, it's a pasuk in hazinu. It's a pasuk in Hazinu that predicts a time when we will, on Hashem's behalf, carry out justice and judgment 
against those who were his adversaries, those, against, those who went against his divine plan. That's the Svarno. The Malbim points us to a different Pasuk, a Pasuk in Pasha Zekev. Hashem says, I will place their kings in your hands and you will erase their name from under the heavens. So it's a machlok, a svarno, malbim, others. What pasuk? When we say every morning, it, we have to know what we're talking about. What is David Amalek talking about? Lasos mishpahem mishpat kasuv. That we have to do mishpat, we have to carry out this justice. Where does it say it? Either Ekev or Hazinu or maybe somewhere else. But that is our mission. That is what we are meant to do. How is this a Hadar? It's a glory for Chasidov for those who truly follow Hashem. So the Vilna Gon has a comment on this Pasuk. And the Vilna Gon says the following fascinating insight. He says, how do you know whether what you're doing is really in the name of Hashem you are pursuing Hashem's vision, His will for this world, you're defending His name, or maybe it's your just innate quality. It's your inherent character trait. It's what comes naturally to you. The only way you know whether you're doing is lishma is truly in the name of defending Hashem, or you're doing it because it's what's natural. It's your instinct, is when you go against your natural instinct. The Gra doesn't say it here, but the same we find with the Avas HaKadoshim. Avram, whose midah, his character trait is chesed. So Hashem says, your chesed is amazing. But how do I know your chesed is lishma? How do I know your chesed is because you're trying to imitate the divine? You're trying to follow my footsteps. Maybe you're just a naturally kind person. Maybe you just are predisposed towards that behavior. Says Hashem, I know how I'll find out. Take your son, take him on top of a mountain, lift a knight against his throat. Let's see whether you can practice the opposite of chesed and it will reveal that even when you do chesed, you're doing it because I say. Yitzchak, similarly with Gvura, Yaakov, what's Yaakov's character trait? Emes. Titin Emes Yaakov. Yaakov cannot tell a lie. So Hashem says, how do I know whether your fidelity to honesty and integrity to truth is because it's my signature? Or maybe it's just, it's what comes naturally to you. Because Baruch Hu says, I know, I'm going to orchestrate things that you need to appear before your father and lie and steal a bracha. And that will reveal that even when you tell the truth, it's not because it comes naturally, you're doing it for me. Says the Vilna Gon, Chasidav, those who are HaKadosh Baruch Hu's righteous and pious followers, who are predisposed to chesed. How do we know that the chesed that we bring to this world is really to imitate Hashem? Maybe it's what comes naturally and instinctively. The answer is, when what Hashem wants is not your kindness, but when it comes for showing what otherwise might be interpreted as cruelty, Will you stand up and fight for the name of Hashem, even if it means imprisoning or showing cruelty or exacting revenge against wicked and evil people? If you can't, then when everything you do is not really in my name. Who do we see in Tanakh who fails, who's asked to kill people? Because if you show kindness to the cruel, ultimately you're cruel to the kind. Shaul HaMelech, Shaul loses his monarchy because rather than wipe out Amalek, he says, how can I do that to the women and children and cattle? It's unkind. They don't really deserve it. When it comes to Nov, the Kohanim, who conspire with David against him, Shoal loses his attribute of kindness. There he has no problem. But with Amalek, he can't bring himself to do what Hashem has asked. So therefore, that's the Pshat, says the Gra here. And this is a Hadar L'chol Chasidav. You want to show you really love Hashem, you, know, you need to know when to exhibit kindness 
and when to exhibit revenge, when to stand up and fight in the name of Hashem. The Svarno says this too. The Hadaru Hashem. Hashem We don't believe like other religions in turning the other cheek and loving everybody. No, there are people who are evil and wicked. And if we hesitate to exact revenge against them, if we show kindness to the cruel, ultimately we'll show cruel to the kindness. That is the theme. That is how this capital ends. And Hallelujah, David Amelch proclaims one who can count themselves among Hasidav, who in fact can stand up for Hashem in this way. It's the story of Purim we're about to celebrate. No hesitation to hang Haman and his sons on those very gallows. They take that revenge against those who seek their own demise. Then David Melech, for that it's worthy to proclaim, Hallelujah, and that's why the capital concludes that way. 